Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Film List. You got a list. Send it to me. The Film List at gmail.com. Well, excuse me, take a few minutes to mellow out. Big Daddy Kane is on the mic, and I'ma tell about a minimum limp of rhymes with strength and power. So listen to the man of the hour. Flow and go to a slow tempo, and you know, sing ho, swing low, then yo, the show will go on as I perform. Transforming on stage like a Decepticon. But I'm not animated like a cartoon, I'm for real, shooting lyrics like a harpoon. Across the crowd, the listeners and spectators, so let's groove with the smooth operator. I'm so smooth. I'm so smooth. B-I-G-D-A-D-D-Y-K-A-N-E I'm good and plenty Serving many and any Competition Wishing for an expedition I'm straight up dissing and dismissing Listen Rappers act so wild I love the profile Front and hard But ain't got no style I give oh, nightmares yeah. to those who compete <laughs> yeah, Back to oh yeah Kruger, Big Daddy Kane It's a big daddy thing Album Smooth Operator Gotta love Big Daddy Kane To kick off the show Yes, I am a smooth operator. I'm Heath Solo. I'm back on the film list. Another special edition counting down my top 200 favorite films. Maybe talk about other things. Who the hell knows? I'm back. And we're sponsored by Svetka Vodka. The best Swedish vodka known to man. You can go to your local supermarkets, liquor stores, and purchase Svetka Vodka. It'll feel like you're in Sweden, but you're really in the States. All right. So, um, as you know, uh, my basically my podcasting ventures have been devoted to Game of Thrones and Small Council Podcast, formerly known as Podcast Littlefell, with Mr. Axel Foley, Donald, DJ Timmy Hines, and Mikey Hull. And we may have some special guests on throughout the season. But the Small Council, a Game of Thrones podcast, you can follow us on the Twitter at Small Council Pod. And if you're a Game of Thrones fan, send us emails, smallcouncilpodcast at gmail.com. But this is the film list, and this is Heath Solo. Alone, alone, alone. <laughs> yes, solo. Got two and a half months to my wedding, so uh, yeah, I'll still be Heath Solo on the internet, but you guys know I'll have uh, it's Heath Solo, Heath Solo and Lady Solo. Uh, so, uh, you know what, I'm going to get in, I want to talk some t- like TV I've been watching, aside from The Thrones and other stuff, but I want to get back to my countdown. I want to finish this top 200. 
left off at 124 when I did a podcast with Mr. Axel Foley. And I mentioned that 124 was the Friday the 13th, this whole, the whole series. I pulled an Anna times 10. Uh, but I'm going to kick it off at number 123. Yes. All right. Enough Big Daddy Kane for one. Gotta love some Big Daddy Kane. Uh, I may be throwing back some, of course, you'll definitely hear Pearl Jam tonight, but some kind of old school rap and some things I've been listening to lately. Anyway, let's kick it off with my top favorite films, my top 200. Number 123 is a film that came out August 15th, 1986, directed by Mr. Michael Mann. Former FBI profile Will Graham returns to service to pursue a deranged serial murder named The Tooth Fairy by the media. Writers Thomas Harris wrote the novel. Michael Mann wrote the screenplay. The film is Manhunter. Uh, stars Kim Greist, William Peterson, Joan Allen, Brian Cox plays Hannibal Lecter. Dennis, the late great Dennis Farina. God, I love you. I, we miss you, Dennis. Tom Noonan, Stephen Lang, Michael Talabot from uh, Miami Vice. So, uh, yeah, this was the first movie, uh, of course, Silence of the Lambs, Red Dragon, Hannibal, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, But Manhunter uh, was, it's pretty much Red Dragon. Well, Red Dragon is pretty much Manhunter. But it's, Michael Mann hits it out of the park. William Peterson is awesome as Will Graham. Dennis Farina, I mean, he's, oh, God, he's the man. I love Dennis Farina. Man, I wish he didn't pass. Brian Cox does a good job. And, of course, the great Tom Noonan, who's been in a ton of Michael Mann stuff, but he's just a fantastic uh, actor. Uh, And Joan Allen hits it out of the park. This film, I I revisited probably like a year or two ago. It is fantastic. Uh, Oh, it, 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 you know, I'm a big Michael Mann fan. But this film, if you if you haven't seen it, check it out. I always say that. If you haven't seen it, check it out. If you you know, but Manhunter, it, it's a quality film and it still holds up. So it's one of my favorites. So I'm gonna play an old, you know, a little slick Rick jam. It's called Children's Story. It, it, it's a great jam. It's Slick Rick. So I'll I'll. You listen to a little Slick Rick while I prepare the next film that comes in at 122. But uh, this is for my boy, my boy, my boy, my boy, DJ Timmy Hines. You kids get to bed, I get the storybook. Y'all tucked in? Here we go. Once upon a time, not long ago, when people wore pajamas and lived life slow, where laws were stern and justice stood, and people were behaving like they ought to good, there lived a little boy who was misled by another little boy, and this is what he said. 
Me and you tonight, we're gonna make some cash Robbing old folks and making the dash They did the job, money came with ease But one couldn't stop, it's like he had a disease He robbed another stick and another up, and a sister and a brother Tried to rob a man who was a DT undercover The cop grabbed his arm, he started acting erratic He said, keep still boy, no need for static Punched him in his belly and he gave him a slap But little did he know the little boy was strapped The kid pulled out a gun, he said, why'd you hit me? The barrel set straight for the cop's kidney The cop got scared, the kid he starts to figure I'll do years if I pull this trigger So he co-dashed and ran around a block Cop radios into another lady cop He ran by a tree, there he saw the sister Shot for the head, he shot back but he missed her Looked around good and from expectations He decided he'd hit for the subway stations But she was coming and he made a left He was running top speed till he was out of breath Knocked an old man down and swore he killed Sorry. him Then he made his move to an abandoned building Ran up the stairs up to the top floor Opened up a door there, guess who he saw? Who? Dave the dope be shooting dope Who don't know the meaning of water nor soap He said, I need bullets, hurry up, run The dope fiend brought back a spanking shotgun He went outside, but there was cops all over Then he dipped into a car, a stolen over Raced up the block doing 83 Crashed into a tree near university oh, Escaped yeah. alive, though Slick the car Rick. was battered at a big campus a group of bullied outcasts and mythics resolved to fight back for their peace and self-respect Directed by Jeff Canoe, writers Tim Metcalf story, Miguel Tejada, Flores also worked on the story, Miguel Tejada plays baseball and he uh, writes uh, 80s screwball comedies, but the great cast of Robert Carradine, Anthony Edwards, Timmy Busfield, Curtis Armstrong, Chris Booger, one of my favorite characters ever, Larry B. Scott as my main man, Lamar. Ted McGillney as Stan Gable. Oh, Revenge of the Nerds. We got Bush. We got Bush. Classic 80s jocks versus geeks scenario. It is hilarious and we root for the geeks because, I mean, geeks are hip now, but we root for the geeks against the jocks in this one. And it's just phenomenal. Second one was Nerds in Paradise. Yes, Anthony Edwards had like a little presentation. Anyway, uh, Revenge of the Nerds, the original, is Crumbs. classic. And I think one of the Revenge of the Nerds movies was a straight to TV network. Movie. Number three or four. It's kind of funny, huh? But that's the way it goes sometimes. But Revenge of the Nerds, the original, is fantastic. I mean, it's just one of the fav my favorite 80s comedies. And it's just, it wouldn't work nowadays. Like, if you tried to do it, eh, the whole, I guess the geek jock thing isn't as prevalent as it was in the 80s, maybe even part of the 90s. But now, it's like, don't mess with the geeks, dude. <laughs> They'll screw shit up for you on social media. So, um, I don't know <laughs> um, how that would work now. But for the 80s, it was great. and uh, So, my next song I'm going to play, this is a dedication to my boy Glenn Ewing. 
recently, I mean, this year we've, we've been losing a lot of great musicians. Glenn Fry, Bowie, to name a few. But we recently lost Prince. And it was, ugh. And a lot of people, it's weird because Prince was such a great musician. Prince just, most people, you know, see this little dude and they think, oh, yeah, whatever, Purple Rain. But, well, that soundtrack was one of the best soundtracks ever made. But the dude plays like a thousand um, instruments. He's amazing. And I, I know Prince get his just due, but his persona, whatever, maybe... I don't know if they it rubbed people the wrong way, but the man was a freaking musical genius. I saw him live, I think it was 2004 or five at Staples Center, and he rocked the house. He's so good. But I have a cut. Um, I was watching the HBO special, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame introductions, and it was pretty decent. You know, Cheap Trick, Deep Purple, Chicago got nominated, you know, got sent into the rock and roll, NWA, one of my all-time favorite groups. But at the end, they gave tribute to Prince, and they played a clip from one of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fames. And it was While My Guitar Gently Weeps, famous song. George Harrison, Eric Clapton. This one, Tom Petty does the vocals. But Prince plays lead guitar. And I'm going to play the whole song. It's five to seven minutes, whatever. But listen halfway through, you'll hear Prince play the guitar, and it's just, it blows me away. It blows me away. And seeing it live, well, I didn't see it live, but they showed a clip on TV. It was magical. So here we go. My Guitar Gently Weeps, featuring Danny Harrison, Jeff Lynne, Steve Winwood, Tom Petty, but Prince steals the show. Here we go.
Glenn's got goosebumps right now. All right, coming in at number 121. Yeah, 121. My top 200 films is a Steve McQueen film. Almost in breadth and depth of a documentary, the movie depicts an auto race during the 1970s on the world's hardest endurance course, Le Mans in France. The race goes over 24 hours, blah, blah, blah. All right. It's the film Le Mans, came out June 23rd, 1971, directed by Lee H. Katzen. Writer was Harry Kleiner, stars Steve McQueen as the man. And it takes place over the 24-hour race. Uh, And, you know, 
this was I'm not gonna say the <laughs> the death of Steve McQueen, but it didn't have a full script. You don't hear dialogue till like the first twenty five minutes. You don't kind of know what's going on. It's it's about the race, but there's an inner struggle with um, McQueen's character, Michael Delaney. Uh, I don't want to get too into it because I bet you a lot of people haven't seen Le Mans. There's a great documentary that was just put out. Uh, I think it's like The Man in Le Mans. It's Steve McQueen. It's basically the making of Le Mans and how the risks they took, the shots they got on this film are phenomenal. There isn't a race movie like it. They literally did different camera angles and it, it was remarkable what they captured filming this epic. And of course there were some deaths involved with some great racers, but Steve McQueen's Le Mans is a fantastic film. The documentary is probably even better, but I, I love, this is one of my favorite films of a cinematic value. And, uh, it, it's just remarkable. I'm not even a huge racing fan, but this film, it gets you in there, and it's just, uh, it, it, it is an underrated film. Uh, it was bashed because of the whole, you know, they didn't have a script, and they went over budget, and McQueen was kind of taken over, and it, 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 it was a mess. Let's just put it that way. But it's a phenomenal film, and uh, if you haven't seen it, Really check out Le Mans. It's, it's wonderful. Speaking of wonderful, I'm going to play an old school tune. This was big when I was in high school. And that was a long time ago, folks. But it, it's a little ditty. By, it finally came out on iTunes. But it's uh, by Twin Hype. It's called Do It to the Crowd. Uh, if you've never heard it, here it goes. If you have heard it, let's get nostalgic here we come walking down the street hey me what are you fucking stupid it's a fucking crowd out there don't worry about it get, 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 get down Shake your butt to this groove. King's on the cuss, you can't lose. Ripping up the wax, taking out the wax. Keep the week asleep, then he goes for a playback. Whoa, oh, here it comes another rainy day. King caught the storm, press the corner play For your chance to dance, get up and boogaloo. He's so dope. They even had it on S-H-A-M-E-E-K, my definition for dance. Comprende? Back to back, side to side, and on your lap. You suckers taking no stitch, you get that? There goes another Wait, DJ trying to catch a match. What should me play? Another sucker biting dust when the king is in the mood. <laughs>
clear your ear, hear like what I'm number saying. Now you're inside, then stay inside. Let your body one, collide. As the record slide, to me it's gonna burn the wax. Play it back if you ask. He cut off tracks to the crowd. To me it's gonna let go just to see. How low can you go? Musical wizard on the verge of being dope. Steady spins with the lyric twins. Juliet Lewis. Down, never clowning around. And it's Michelle Forbes. It's Jamie Brown. Came out September 3rd, 1993. And this I vow to me. Do it to the crowd. California with a K. A journalist duo go on tour of a serial killer murder site with two companions, unaware that one of them is a serial killer himself. Directed by Dominic Sena. California. You know what I, mean? I love this movie. Um, I love it because Pierre's reads. Kings and Meek in effect. Just look at the crowd he pulls. My boy is getting as the record rotates. He persists to look great from state to state. No more. Where's the encore? Kings and me, hip hop connoisseur. Yo, the time is now. Kings and me, just do it today. One twenty. It actually came out March 5th, 1954. I remember watching this in semi-3D in the late 80s when I was a little tyke. But uh, a strange prehistoric beast lurks in the depths of the Amazonian jungle. A group of scientists try to capture the animal and bring it back to civilization for study. Directed by Jack Arnold. Writers... Arthur A. Ross, Harry Essex, stars Richard Carlson, Julie Adams, Richard Denning. The film 
Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yes, I love this movie. It's still to this day is a great film. The Creature from the Black Lagoon. You know me. I love water. I love things that go underwater. Um, <laughs> it, okay, it's a little outdated, and they really should do an awesome remake. Uh, actually, my good friend Chris Sparling uh, was tapped to write the remake a you know he was he had an interview to do that i don't know if they're still doing it at universal but this was years ago but they really should redo it and do it freaking awesome but creature from the black lagoon is such a great film i love it i mean granted it's in black and white and sometimes <laughs> you see the creature underwater and you're just like all right swim faster swim faster but this film's a classic and it's one of my favorite horror films ever, but it just, ah, uh, love Creature from the Black Lagoon. It's just, ah, uh, hope they do a good, great, great remake. So, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, you know, to, <laughs> to compliment Creature from the Black Lagoon, I was like, I looked at my, you know, my video library, I mean, my uh, music library, I'm like, Creature, or what, I have the Monster Mash, yeah, whatever, but. Here's a song from the Talking Heads, Talking Heads, and she was, sorry, Svetka Vodka, the great Swedish vodka is kicking in, but uh, it's off the Little Creatures album, and she was, Talking Heads.
right. I'm going to attempt to do this. Coming in. <laughs> Number 118. It's a Tom Cruise film. Football movie. <laughs> I can't remember. Monster Stack 30. What is it? Stack 30 Monster. Glenn, what is it? Monster. I, I, can't, I can't remember. But we didn't quit. You quit. High school of football. Desperate for a scholarship. And his headstrong coach. Clash in a dying Pennsylvania steel town. The film is all the right moves. Tommy Cruz, Leah Thompson, Craig T. Nelson. Came out October 21st, 1983. A great football movie. Got to love Tommy Cruise. Chris Penn's in it. Oh, the late, great Chris Penn. Great football movie, but honestly, it's about a kid in a steel mill town. Doesn't want to be like his brothers. He wants to, you know, get a football scholarship to move out. And, oh, he clashes with his coach, but Leah Thompson in her prime. Fucking all the right moves is awesome. It's a great film. I love this movie. And so I think from Jennifer Warnes and Chris Thompson, there's a there's the theme song. It's like, if we made the right move, all the right moves. Cheesy 80s song. So let's see if we can. Yeah. 
rake them. <laughs> but you guys get the 80s cheese. Gotta love it. If we made the right move. All right, coming in at number 117 is a film. It's called Up in the Air. It came out December 23rd, 2009. Directed by Jason Reitman, George Clooney, Vera Farmiga, Anna Kendrick. Special appearance by J.K. Simmons, Amy Morton, Danny McBride, Zach Galifianakis. With a job traveling around the country, firing people, Ryan Bingham enjoys his life living out of a suitcase, but finds that lifestyle threatened by the presence of a new hire and a potential love interest. I love this film. This film is nominated for six Oscars, but Clooney is absolutely the man in this film. It is detailed, precise, and I love the ending. And I don't mean to spoil it, but you think there's going to be this happy ending of two people coming together and falling in love, blah, blah, blah. But it's not. And it's about the journey of this man and how by his own, I'm not going to say faults, but his own code, happiness with a woman wasn't going to happen. It's just the way. Anyway, I don't want to get too deep into it, but the the performances by Vera Farmiga, Anna Kendrick, and George Clooney are phenomenal. This film just does it for me i especially at a time in my life where i was kind of single and kind of like ah whatever um even even now uh knowing that i'm about to get married of course uh but it just the the film made sense to me and it was well done and it it just really cared about these characters and it taught you about life and it ah it was it was just a great film so Number 117, Up in the Air. Freaking love this film. Um, you know, I rewatched it recently. It's still effing great and uh, acting at its best. Okay, I got to play an underrated Pearl Jam song now. It's called Ghost Off the Is it Off Riot Act? I guess it's Off Riot Act. I always thought it was Lost Dogs, but it's, I guess it's Off Riot Act. Here's Ghost. Great, great song. Hope Pearl Jam. I'm going to see Pearl Jam August 22nd, Wrigley Field. Um, get married August 6th in Prague. Honeymoon in Italy, a Pennsylvania celebration. Then on our way back to L.A., we're hitting Pearl Jam at Wrigley. So this is one of the songs I hope they play. So here's Ghost by Pearl Jam.
keeping the theme of ghosts. Here is Jim Morrison in the door. Little ghost ship. Shake dreams from your hair, my pretty child, my sweet one. Choose the day and choose the sign of your day, the day's divinity. First thing you see. A vast, radiant beach and a cool, jeweled moon. Couples naked race down by its quiet side. And we laugh like soft, mad children. Mark in the woolly cotton brains of infancy. The music and voices are all around us. Again, the sweet forest. Enter the hot dream. Come with us. Everything is broken up in dances. Came out October seventh, nineteen eighty-three. It's actually two hours and fourteen minutes. Pretty crazy, huh? Indians scattered on dawn's highway, bleeding. Ghosts crowd the young child's fragile eggshell mind. Well, that's good to know, Jim. Thank you. So I'm gonna play the trailer of this Bond theme, and let's see if you can figure it out. is James Bond, Agent 007. Never say never again. My name is Bond. Oh, you're Mr. Bond. I believe I'm having you in half an hour. Oh, splendid. Your room or mine. 
heavy, Mr. Bond? You're marvelously well equipped. Thank you, James. So are you. Good to see you, Mr. Bond. Things have been awfully dull around here. I hope we're going to have some gratuitous sex and violence. I certainly hope so, too. Bond, the game is over. Sean Connery is Ian Fleming's James Bond in Never Say Never Again. All right, so I won't say never, never again. Never say never again. So what's great about this film is it lives up to, not the hype, what am I trying to say? It, honestly, (laughs) basically what happens is, you know, they didn't consider this part of the Bond franchise it was kind of a, I guess Sean Connery still had the rights to Thunderball, and it was basically a remake of Thunderball, sort of. Uh, it was outside, done outside of the of the whole Bond system, right? Because at, at this point, Roger Moore was James Bond. But Connery came back and played Bond in this film, so it's not like if you buy the Bond 50 set, Never Say Never Again isn't involved in that set, but... This movie actually watched it recently. It holds up well. Uh, it's Connery in his last kind of fit stage. I actually, you know what? To be honest, he's always been fit, uh, even to this day. But it's a really good Bond film, and I, I, it's just to have Sean Connery back. He's so much better than Roger Moore. You know, I do like Roger Moore. You know, um, Roger Moore. No, but I, I do. But. Connery is Bond, and there's a there's a great sequence underwater with the sharks, and I don't know how they did it in 1983, but it sure looked real to me. It was phenomenal. It's one of my favorite uh, sequences in Bond history. But uh, let's play a little "Never Say Never Again." Never, never oh. say never again. I'll only play never, a little. Don't worry. Never say never again. The main title from Never Say Never Again featuring Lonnie Hall. Yeah, it's not really a song I like to um, you know, engage myself with, but that'll include the countdown for this evening on the film list. 
So we got back. You know, 123 was Manhunter. 122 was Revenge of the Nerds. 121 was Le Mans. Number 120 was California. 119, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Black Lagoon, sounded out here. Uh, number 118, All the Right Moves. Number 117, Up in the Air. And number 116, Never Say Never Again. And we got 15 to go to finish off the top 200. That'll be fun. I, I, I like definitely want to like name them off now, but no, we'll do another podcast. So, All right, I'm going to end you tonight. I'm going to play a little Pink Floyd cover with my man Eddie Vedder to kind of kick us out. So the film list is back, baby. We'll do more film lists, I promise. And uh, I know all 50 listeners out there are happy. So remember, never say never again. And remember, when you're feeling numb. Oh, by the way. If you're local to L.A. and the Burbank area, I'm having my birthday bash uh, Friday, May 27th, 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. My good friends at Cue It Up Entertainment run the karaoke there. And I have a little birthday party. So if you're a friend of the film list, friend of Heath Solo, and want to come hang out, please do. One uh, five East Angelino Avenue, Burbank, California nine one five zero two. We're gonna have my birthday bash there Friday, May twenty seventh. So enjoy, come down if you want to say hi, and sing some tunes, buy some drinks, and uh, it shall be fun. So here we go. Uh, thank you for listening to the filmless. Welcome back, and uh, remember, I don't know. I'm going to play one song, and then I'm going to play a little surprise song for you Game of Thrones fans. All right, Heath Solo saying, peace! Hello, hello, hello. Is there anybody in there? Just not if you can hear me. Is there anyone at home? I hear you feeling down Well, I can ease the pain And get you on your feet again Relax, 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 relax I need some information first Just the basic facts Can you show me where it hurts? There is no pain
Thank you for listening to The Film List. Look at that crowd. They just love The Film List. We'll see you next time on The Film List and The Small Council Pod, of course.
solo. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Film List. If you got a list, send it to me, thefilmlist at gmail.com or at gmail. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.